Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Let's go straight to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we bow before you. We come to you, O Father, with heavy hearts. So many things going on in this nation, in this world. And we know we live in a broken world. What can we expect? But we praise you, O God, for the God that you are. Our Heavenly Father, our Savior, our Redeemer. The one who walks with us every day. We thank you, Father, for your grace and your love and your mercy and your forgiveness. Oh, how your children need forgiven. We need to repent and come before you. Father, I pray for the protection of this nation and those that are leading it. I pray for the protection and the watch care over all who are (laughs) a little bit uh, um, confused right now. May they lead to you for the truth. May we all lean and come to you for the truth. For there is no truth that I could see being shouted to us. Father, guide us and guard us and protect us. We thank you for the blessings you have given us. Oh, so many blessings that we do not deserve. And Father, we are so grateful for your watch care over our loved ones. For your watch care over those around us, Father. For our communities. And Lord, we're just in such troubled times here with a pandemic and a a regime that has now taken place that is, uh, I mean, our nation's been going downhill for a long time and you know that, Father. We have turned away from you. Direct our hearts back to you. Prick our hearts. Bring us to our knees, and that's a scary thing to ask. Father, I give to you CSC Talk Radio. I give it all to you. May I be your your voice and your beacon of hope and truth and common sense. May I encourage and show love to those around. For such a time as this, in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So many things that were on the agenda today, or at least on the uh, East News, and it just keeps popping up. I get get confused as I'm trying to write a monologue, and another news thing picks up. Oh, my... We, my listeners need to know about that. And all this. And I, I, you know, I printed so much paper and I just can't possibly get through it. 
But there's so much going on that you need to be aware of. And as I was trying to write my monologue, well, we come, I come into the office, and Rudy and I have a little devotional that we read. And I'm going to share that with you today, and you'll understand why later when I share it. I think I'll wait till the last segment, and you'll understand why I'm sharing it with you, how it encouraged Rudy and I, and maybe pricked our hearts just a little bit this morning. But in my monologue, I've titled it, The Insurrection is Misplaced. You can always count on one thing. Whatever it is the left is blaming the right for, they are the ones guilty of. The latest accusation is the insurrection. It's one of the largest lies that I have heard yet. Yet, the left's insurrection, aided and abetted by many on the right, has been going on for a long time. If I said a century, you would gasp. So let's just say for decades. It's like a boil that has festered and about to be lanced. However, the lancing of this infection will be more like, are you ready for this? I'm sorry for this. It's going to be more like the stomping of a a very full seed tick when he's swollen, or a spider with a full seed bag. And all the little baby ticks or baby spiders will scatter. I know, that's an ugly depiction this early in the morning kind of an evil depiction. Biden is a tool and he's a fool who is unleashing the multitude of the new U.S. communist edicts. Nothing they have done thus far has been even remotely intended to help the American people. In fact, quite the opposite. The demonizing of the American history, the Americans now who disagree is shocking to us, but it's not surprising, is it really? For decades now, our politicians on the local, state, and federal level are career politicians. They have come up with a plan for over a 100 years now to run a corporation instead of a nation. Think about that. They're running a corporation instead of leading a nation. And in doing so, they stopped representing the people And they only cared about the affairs of the corporation. How they could enrich it (laughs) while they have been breaking it. They They made amendments to our Constitution that ensure them jobs. You know, they have no term limits. No longer appointed by state legislatures, that, in regarding the Senate anyway. No accountability for them. They pass laws that are convoluted and lack understanding. For even them. They hire staff. They develop slush funds. They tax and they tax. And what they don't tax, they establish alphabet bureaucrats to regulate, fine, restrict, mandate, permits, licenses. All are taxes. Does any of that sound like freedom or independence to you? Congress, elected officials, take an oath. We assume it's to our Constitution for which they were elected to uphold and protect, preserve. But alas, the truth is, it is not. The oath in the Constitution means nada to them. They will legislate away your rights, 
and they will start up social programs to soothe your souls. So now we have a changing of the guard in the White House, and it is the darkest days for America. As old Biden stated when he was running for the presidency, you know, the few times he came out of his dungeon, his basement, the dark days are ahead of us. So why should we truly be surprised that they have so much contempt and disdain for the average American? They feel the need to use our own military troops against us. The insurrection in America is not the people revolting against our Constitution. It is the elected revolting and legislating against our Constitution. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. Yeah. That's what our founding fathers did. Thomas Jefferson said, when once a republic is corrupted, there is no possibility of remedying any of the growing evils but by removing the corruption and restoring its lost principles. Oh, wow, we have lost principles, haven't we? He says every other correction is either useless or a new evil. He also said that the tyranny of the legislature is really the most dangerous to be feared and will continue to be so for many years to come. The tyranny of the executive power will come in its turn, but at a more distant period. Well, they, perhaps that's here. You know, no wonder they want to take Thomas Jefferson's name off everything and remove his statues. He was telling the truth about our legislators, wasn't he? You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. And remember, the insurrection has been misplaced. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BethAnn and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. 
The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Well, the elected officials, in particular the left, that are really doing the insurrection right now against the United States, the Constitution, the Constitutional Republic, they hate that. That's why they call it democracy. Then they call it Democrat socialism. But what it is is communism. And when they, they continue to call us the Nazis, yet they're the ones that want to use force against us. They're the ones that want to put us in little camps and deprogram us. And it, they're the ones that want to remove history, and that's what the communist regimes do. From the Declaration of Independence, I have read this before to you. You'd think I'd have it memorized. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for the future security. They know that. They know what that Declaration of Independence says. They're not stupid. Well, I should say they're not ignorant. I don't know which way you call it. But they hate it. They hate that. They hate the Word of God. They hate the American people. You know, all this time, you know, they were going to protect the middle class. And yesterday, Biden said, yeah, it's going to hurt them. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're going to tax the middle class. This is an article from, um, where, where is this one from? This is from the uh, Christian... Uh, broadcast 
Network. Yeah, the Christian Broadcasting Network. Cancel culture, run amok. Now, perhaps you saw this last night, but I wanted to bring it to your attention. San Francisco School Board, remember how important school boards are? Bans names of Washington Lincoln Jefferson from 44 schools. The cancel culture, this gentleman says, it's Steve Warren, it's written by, has now added the names of former U.S. presidents George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and Thomas Jefferson to its get-rid-of list. According to reports from several media outlets, the San Francisco School Board voted 6-1. to one. I want to know who the one was. To remove the names of the former presidents and other American founding fathers, along with the name of California Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein from 44 local public schools. The former presidents were presumed by board members to have ties to racism or have dishonorable legacies. I wonder what we would find if we looked in the closets of these board members. Oh, they probably didn't own a slave. Or maybe they did. Or maybe there's something else in their closet. Other names on the chopping block include Francis Scott Key, who wrote the poem from, you know, the famous national anthem. Former Presidents William McKinley, James Garfield, who both served in the Union Army during the Civil War, James Monroe, Herbert Hoover, Paul Revere, a hero of the American Revolution, and the author Robert Louis Stevenson. So I guess none of his poems are going to be in the library, are they? Oh, how I like to go up in the swing, up in the swing so high. I loved that poem. I memorized that when I was a kid. Senator Feinstein's name will be removed from one elementary school due to the allegations that she once placed a damaged Confederate flag outside of the San Francisco City Hall when she was serving as a mayor in 1984. The issues of renaming the San Francisco schools has drawn national attention. Former President Donald Trump tweeted against the school board's plans last fall. Senator Tom Cotton, Republican from Arkansas, also tweeted a harsh response to the news writing. He wrote, San Francisco can't figure out how to safely open schools, but they have the time and the energy to cancel Abraham Lincoln. Some critics also pointed to how the information about the historical figures has been collected. Researchers working for the board had used Wikipedia to get their information instead of backing up their claims with input from historians. Washington and Jefferson were slave owners, which made them targets. Even though Lincoln campaigned that slavery was morally wrong and later even used the idea of one man owning another as a war motive in 1863, critics claim his administration was harsh to the Native Americans. And it was. There's been a lot of things in our nation we've done wrong. But the thing about America is they try to right the wrong, not destroy the history. 
If you destroy the history and you don't know where you came from, you can't know where you're going, which is what they want. The article goes on to say, in the late 1862, Lincoln was fighting both a civil war and a short-lived Dakota war in Minnesota. Several bands of Dakota Indians and Sioux were attacking settlements and immigrants and settlers in southwest Minnesota, causing hundreds of deaths. He also goes on to say, board member Kevin Bogus, <laughs> that's an appropriate name, who supported the resolution told the San Francisco Chronicle that the school boards should not make heroes out of mortal folks. Wow. I think we need to examine our name, naming policies across the district and really consider how the way we go about naming schools reflects our true values. Oh, this article goes on and on. But here they are. They can't get school going. Here they are, a broke school district, and the cost to replace all these schools, the signs, the $400,000 is the price, and it will, skymark, it will skyrocket to more than a million dollars as the cost of replacing athletic uniforms, school mascot symbols, and stadiums, and gym floors. They have absolutely no sense of what they're doing. No common sense of what they're doing. They are destroying their community. It's already a little broke school community. It's not little. And they're going to break it even more. They have no vision of what the consequences of this, they think, noble decision is. This, <laughs> this is coming from... A San Francisco school board is, uh, well, who was it here, it says. The board decision was also criticized by local residents on, on social media as cancel culture that has gone too far. Cancel culture run amok, one person wrote on Twitter. Mark my words, this thinking will haunt us. And another says, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. San Francisco school board is incompetent. Another user commented. And the city of San Francisco previously announced it would spend up to $600,000 to paint over historical artwork at a public school depicting the life of Washington, a mural once seen as educational and innovative, but now criticized as racist and degrading in his depiction of black and native American people. It goes on and on. Their stupidity. What is the, <laughs> you know, my mentor used to write an article, and he used to read it on, read some of them on the air, and call them ignorance gone to seed. And when they really got bad, he'd say it was ignorance in full bloom. This has got to be a huge orchard of blooming stupidity and ignorance. Remember, I've said before that it is so important for you to know who you're electing to your school board. San Francisco's getting what they put in place, aren't they? San Francisco has been known for being very um, liberal. 
And here they are. Here they are. Going to change everything. They're already broke, but they're going to change it all. This historian, Fergus, uh, Fergus uh, Boardwich, he told the CBN News last week, in his will, Washington freed every slave he owned and provided for their financial security. And he advocated the exceptionally enlightened policy toward native tribes. You know, they had some bad times, but they did some good times. And in his will, he stipulated that the elderly enslaved people are those who were too sick to work were to be supported by his estate. But they're not telling anybody about that, that he had a side. They're not telling anybody that it's, uh, he raised a nephew and niece. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. There's more, unfortunately, and we will be right back. Now, this is an article that really ought to uh, wake you up if it hasn't. I'm sure you've already heard of it. It's really, if you're listening to any kind of conservative radio, which, you know, how long we're going to be here is uh, a little a little in question these days. If uh, the left continue to do what they're telling you they're going to do. And this is just more proof that the insurrection isn't, is not the people against the government. It's the government against the people. The Justice Department announced Wednesday, which was yesterday, that the man behind the former Ricky Vaughn Twitter account has been arrested and charged with election interference. <laughs> In a press release posted on Twitter by NBC News, Alan Smith, the DOJ, wrote the Douglas Mackey, allegedly conspired with others in advance of the 2016 U.S. presidential election. That's 16 now. To use various social media platforms to disseminate misinformation designed to deprive individuals of their constitutional right to vote. The press release mentions an incident where Mackey, through the Ricky Vaughn account, allegedly tweeted an image depicting a black woman in front of an American African Americans for Candidate sign with text on the image reading, Avoid the Line, Vote from home. <laughs> These were memes that he had uh, put words to. We can disagree with him. He said the candidate's first name, and uh, they did not give that. And the candidate would be, it was actually the candidate was presumed to be Hillary Clinton. <laughs> the image... Of course, we know that Hillary Clinton paid for the fake dossier to frame President Donald Trump. We know that they went through Russia to do this. We know that they did lots of things, but we don't see anybody there getting arrested. The image also included in fine print that read, Must be 18 or older to vote. One vote per person. Must be legal citizen of the United States. Voting by text not available in Guam, Puerto Rico, Hawaii, or Alaska. Paid for by Candidate for President 2016. 
According to the DOJ, nearly 5,000 different phone numbers texted candidates' first name to 59925, apparently thinking that they were voting for said candidate. Prosecutors allege this uh, tweet violated and undermined their constitutional right to vote. Well, should he have been doing this? No. But are you that stupid that you would follow a meme or somebody on Twitter and think that you voted? Come on, people. The Ricky Vaughn account accumulated tens of thousands of followers and received tremendous tweet engagements over the course of the 2016 election. He tweeted around the clock and was more influential than NBC News. I never heard of him. So, <laughs> Drudge Report, Stephen Colbert, and Newt Greenrich. The MIT Media's Lab's February 2016 analysis ranked Ricky Vaughn as the 107th most important election influencer. Where was Twitter? That they didn't knock him off. Where were they? April 2016, his real identity, Douglas McKay, was doxed on Gab by former congressional candidate Paul Nellen, which the mainstream media quickly caught wind of. Mackey had already long been suspended from Twitter and was living and working quietly in Manhattan at that time. So they arrested him for his tweets. Now you could say, well, he tweeted stupid, which he did. But what happened to freedom of speech? Look at what Twitter and Facebook and, and YouTube are doing and Instagram. And some of the companies, the big companies, how they're going against Christians, how they're going against conservatives. You need to be reprogrammed. They're going to go after this guy, but they're not going to go after Hillary Clinton. They're going to go after this guy, but they're not going to go after anybody that we know perpetrated fraud against the election in 2020. Well, let's go on to something that's a little more insidious. <laughs> I don't know if it truly is or not. But this is news, especially if you live in the, in the east here, in the United States, the eastern part. Billions of cicadas are set to emerge in eastern U.S. after 17 years. They come out every 13 to 17 years. They were here, and I remember because I was traveling back and forth to produce the show. And uh, from my little town to Columbia, Missouri. And the cicada, the noise was so horrific. It, it almost drove some people nuts. They were just, I can't take the noise. I'm going to grow up. It says, Broodax, the largest and most widespread brood of cicadas in the United States, is set to emerge from the ground this spring after 17 years. The periodical cicadas, which are different than the annual cicadas seen throughout the U.S. each year, last emerged in 2004, 2004, excuse me. 
Beginning in mid-May now, they will likely start appearing in 15 states. Delaware, Georgia, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, Maryland, Michigan, North Carolina, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, and West Virginia. Along with Washington, D.C. According to the Cicada Mania, a website that tracks cicada life cycles. There are several species of periodical cicadas that emerge in different years, classified by scientists as different broods. Each brood is isolated in a certain region and only emerges every 13 to 14 or 17 years, every 13 to 17 cycles. Year cycles, excuse me. The cicadas spend most of their lives underground feeding on sap from tree roots. Brood X will begin to emerge once the ground reaches about 64 degrees Fahrenheit, experts say. It's believed that the periodical cicadas, the 13 or 17 year cycles, have happened for millions of years. It is thought that by having the long life cycles, cicadas have prevented predators from specifically targeting them for food. Then by emerging in the millions, by millions all at once, there are too many, too numerous, for any predator that do eat them from ever wiping them out. There are so many of them that lots of them will survive and live for the next 13 or 17 years. Sucking on the sap of your trees. Well... When you try to put that to politics, <laughs> it's about time for us to put some politicians. Oh, I won't even say that. The insurrection is misplaced, my friends. But I do not believe all is hopeless. But I do believe America is heading into some very, very dark days. We're seeing it now. Every time they sign one of their edicts up there, you know, they use Biden as the, he's the hand guy. He's writing his little Jan, John Hancock down on everything. Somebody else is doing all the work. I think I know who it is. It's not Kabbalah Kabbalah either. She's too busy, you know, selling tennis shoes. America. I'm going to share with you what our devotional was this morning. And hopefully I will encourage you. Because America, if you're an American Christian, you have hope. Because we know the victory is already there. We have to suffer a few things here on earth because sin exists and we're living in a broken world. So we have things like pandemics and cicadas <laughs> that come out every 13 to 17 years and drive us nuts with their noise. I always thought when we heard those cicadas in the fall that school was about to start. I always thought it was kind of a neat sound. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. 
And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code BETHANN, or call 1-800-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com, and the promo code is Bethann. There's nothing wrong with global communication. After all, high-tech has made our world seem smaller. But now we hear terms such as global governance. Henry Lamb's book, A Short Course in Global Governance, is a clear education, indeed, regarding the importance of knowing and understanding global governance. Do you believe the U.N. should have power over the United States or any other nation? With global governance, there is no sovereign United States of America. Read firsthand and learn the true agenda of global governance. America says private property 
shall not be taken for public use without just compensation. However, global governance says private ownership of land contributes to social injustice. Public control of land use is indispensable. Learn more now. A short course in global governance is only $750. Visit our online store at csctalkradio.com or send $750 to P.O. Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018 for your A Short Course in Global Governance. Beth Ann. Well, I said I was going to share the devotional that Rudy and I read this morning. I thought it was very appropriate for for us. And th- this devotional book is written by Henry Blackaby. He's uh, the writer of Experiencing God. The uh, scripture reference is out of Ezekiel 22:30. God is looking for intercessors. You know. Uh, a uh, pastor I had years ago, he started, uh, we always had prayer meetings on Wednesday night. He started with a prayer list, and he called it the gap, standing in the gap. So, here's the scripture. So, I sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that I should not destroy it. But I found no one. God looks for those whose hearts are prepared to be intercessors before him. Intercessors have hearts in tune with God's heart. They are so acutely aware of what is is at stake for their land that they still stay, that they will stay before God as long as necessary in order to obtain God's answer. That is why you do not volunteer to be an intercessor. God enlists you. Why do we not intercede as we should? Perhaps we are afraid to put God to the test. We worry that God might not answer our prayers. Yet God promises that if we ask, we will receive. And that's out of Matthew 7.7. We may fail to intercede because we believe the busyness of our everyday lives is more effective than prayer. Jesus warned that, apart from him, we can do nothing. That's out of John 15.5. Without being intimately acquainted with God and his will, all our labors are futile. Perhaps we fail to intercede because... We misunderstand the heart of God. Jesus wept over the city of Jerusalem. Remember that? As he interceded for it. He prayed for Jerusalem. He prayed for you. If we truly have God's love within us, we will feel compelled to plead with God on behalf of those who face his imminent judgment. Intercession is a lonely business. There may be many days or even years when there appear to be few results for your labor. Yet intercessors can be the only one standing between a family and God's judgment, or between an individual or a nation 
and God's wrath. An intercessor could be the only one standing between an individual or a nation and God's wrath. Yet in Ezekiel, when he was looking for someone to stand, he found no one. We pray with a shopping list. But do we pray with a heart seeking God's answers? I'm not a preacher. I'm not somebody who who knows the scriptures as well as I should. But to be an intercessor, to be standing in the gap, and that's what all of the remnant of the Christians in this nation need to be doing right now. We need to be the ones standing there between an individual or a nation and God's wrath. That's an interesting way of putting it. We have a nation to save. It's not just been taken down by the Democrat Party. It's been taken down because we have done nothing. Good men and women stood back and did nothing. Said, well, it's not my problem. Yeah, it kind of is our problem. When we read in the uh, Constitution about how our founding fathers did this for ourselves and our posterity, you know, they just kind of stuck in my brain here about a year and a half, two years ago. Posterity. What kind of word is that? The future. So are we willing to stand in the gap now for what's going on now and make a better place for the future? The future generations? They have been brainwashed. We can get mad at these kids, but they have been brainwashed. Well, why? Where were the parents? The parents who should have brought them up with such strong, deep affection for God and a strong knowing of right and wrong that they wouldn't buy this stuff these university professors are teaching them. They brainwashed him. But had we as parents prepared them as we should have, that wouldn't happen. And if we, as good Americans, would stop paying the bill for these socialists to brainwash our children, it won't happen. What can we do now? Well, as consumers, we can fight back. See, I'm not like Sean Hannity. I believe that we can boycott. Those companies, those stores that have kicked out my pillow, Mike Lindell, don't shop there anymore. I used to love to shop at Kohl's. I won't go there anymore because of what they did. They would not support the Blue Lives Matter. I'm done with them. When are we going to say we're done with it? The American people have got to lose their patience. But then we've got to have a righteous anger. 
We need to be in prayer. God show, God will show us the way. Can you be an intercessor? I, You know, it, it encouraged me this morning because I thought, yeah, I feel sometimes like I'm alone. And then I get an email or I get a piece of mail from one of you, which I did today and yesterday, that encourages me. And I know I'm not alone. Rudy's here. <laughs> I know I'm not alone. You're there with me. You know, I have a family, a big one. You know, five sons have begotten me, many grandchildren. But I have you, too. At Oa, it's hard to explain. Never met many of you. Some of you I've met, but if I meet you again, I probably wouldn't remember your name. But yet, you're my family. Will you stand with me? Will you pray with me? Will we be intercessors? Intercessors that will stand in the gap between our nation and God's wrath? Will we repent of our sins? As we encourage others to repent and to look to the light and to see our God and to see the hope that our founding fathers gave us and to bring America home. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Liberty is not free. Its costs are innumerable. Without monetary funding, the valiant efforts of freedom-loving Americans become diminished or outright defeated. We present a solution, the Give Me Liberty Fund. The plan is quite simple. Invite individual Americans to contribute less than a dollar a day. These monetary funds are used to promote liberty-minded media, organizations, events, candidates, movements, and speakers. In the spirit of transparency, all expenditures are published. Patriotic business owners provide discounted products and services to Give Me Liberty Fund members. Our greatest strength is in numbers. Go to GiveMeLibertyFund.com and become part of the solution today. GiveMeLibertyFund.com Participate in the peaceful restoration of the greatest and freest country in the world.